A quick word of warning. Twilight Meridian contains strong language, violence, and dark themes. So listener discretion is advised. It matters not. His desperation drives him. He will do what is necessary. <laughs> and if, if he falters... He shall meet the same fate as all who fall from the shadow's embrace. For now, bear witness. It begins! Wrong Dimension presents Twilight Meridian Episode 1 One Light in the Darkness How did we come to be? In the beginning, so afraid of the dark. For it was in darkness where we were hidden, harbored and grown. Twas the light that profaned our eyes, showing us things too terrible to behold. And so, we shun the shadow ever after, lest we lose our way. Another one? Oh, I'd say you had the DTs if you ever sobered up long enough. Just get me a broom. I'll do you one better. 
I got you a client. Rebecca Sullivan. You should have told me you could read minds. I'd have put our prices up. I've been expecting her. You won't say that when you see her. Nobody's expecting her. Just show her in. The detective will see you now. Right this way. Mrs. Sullivan. Detective. Irene? Yeah, boss? Fetch me a cup of joe. Can I, um, can I get you anything? I don't suppose you have tea? Not since the party in Boston. Black coffee will be lovely. Oh, you haven't tasted it yet. Irene? I'm going, I'm going. Please, take a waiter. I'm sorry. Do you mind? The cigar? Uh, no. In fact, might I trouble you for a light? All part of the service. Are you looking for small talk to ease us in? Or shall we get down to business? Detective, I need your help. Your husband is missing. You're remarkably well informed. I spoke with Chief McCluskey. He filled me in. Then you know who my husband is? I do. Does that mean you'll help me? That depends. <sighs> On what? The answer to my next question. When did you last see your husband? Three days ago. Max and I were just finishing dinner. I was thinking, it might be nice to take a trip upstate this spring. We could stop at that fish place. What was it called? Remember they had that sandwich you liked? Honey? Hmm? Oh, sorry. Yes, that sounds fine. <sighs> Is everything all right? Of course. I'm sorry, darling. Work. You know how it is. No. I'm sorry. You must be absolutely exhausted, and here I am, prattling on like... A... Rebecca, my dearest, you are many things, but a prattler is not one of them. Be begging your pardon. Don't be silly, Meredith. It's fine. Come in. What is it? A telegram for Mr. Sullivan. Marked urgent. Can it wait until after dinner? I don't think it can. Meredith? Mr. Sullivan? Uh. Is something wrong? I'm sorry, dear. Please excuse me for a moment. Will, uh, will there be anything else, ma'am? No, thank you. Would you like me to clear the table, or...? That can wait until morning. In fact... Take the rest of the evening off. You look tired. Oh, uh, thank you, Mrs. Sullivan. Rourke? Yes, it's me. Listen, it's Aurora. They've agreed to meet. That's right. Yes, tonight, 
Meet me at the tower in two hours' time. Good. I'm sorry about that, dear. It's... I heard. You're going back to Jericho tonight. You must understand. This changes everything. Everything? There's nothing to worry about. I'll be back tomorrow, and then... You'll be back when you're back, and we both know it. There is such a thing as too understanding, my dear. If it's any consolation, I'll still be furious when you're late. It is. I love you, Rebecca. I love you too. Came the day, but not the man, I take it. Which, as I say, wasn't so unusual. He's never been what you might call punctual. I wouldn't have taken him for a disorganized man. Not disorganized, detective. Important. The world tends to rearrange itself around him. I doubt he even notices. Still, when he hadn't come home the next day, or the day after, I started making calls. And you're sure he said Aurora? Entirely sure. Oh, and here. I called the telegram office and got a transcript. Here. Your husband was right. What do you mean? This does change everything. In local news, some of the industries announced today the acquisition of Stygian Transatlantic. This marks the third utilities acquisition by the conglomerate over the last six months. President and founder Maximus Sullivan was not immediately available. One copy of the Times, hot off the presses. I'll be a nickel. Much obliged. And now what's with the street clothes, Jake? They check you out of the precinct? Special assignment. Been lent out to the detective for a spell. You really must have put somebody off. What do you mean? Guys are nut. Oh, we're all a little nutty, Arnie. Where's the harm in it? I prefer my nuts sober and unarmed is all. Well, then you're lucky I'm there to keep things in check. Yeah, I, that ain't as reassuring as you seem to think it is. Keep smiling, Arnie. I've got to see a nut about a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Its ray of hope no longer shines. Look the path that's lost to time. Guarded secrets still concealed, hiding letters yet revealed. Held in hand, a truth to clasp. The answer lies within your grasp. Up and down they will align. Order shifts, but pairs must rhyme. Seek us out atop her lattice. Ex luce veritatis. Paying by the word, that's an expensive love letter. They should have just sent flowers. You said my husband was right. I took that to mean you understood the message. I wouldn't go that far. But take it from me. Once they start chucking Latin about, you know things are about to get heavy. I think it's some sort of riddle. It ain't a knitting pattern. 
A riddle that tells us what? That's the oh, question. Where this Aurora wanted to meet, I imagine. Max seemed to understand it immediately. In fact, it seemed to bring him back to life in a strange way. I'd not seen him so engaged since... Since? No, sorry, it's nothing. One coffee and one tea. <laughs> You're a miracle worker. From your lips to the boss's ears. Oh. I don't think even I realized how much I needed that. I found an old tin in one of the cupboards. I'll tell you the truth. I'm relieved to discover it is tea. <laughs> Thank you, Irene. You see, boss? That's called gratitude. You want to try it sometime? Thank you, Irene. Oh, and don't forget to clean up that glass. We want our guests to think we run a classy joint. Sorry. That's all right. I'm not sure if it's coffee either. <laughs> Damn it, Irene. So, let's get this straight. Your husband gets a mysterious telegram. It lights a fire under him, and he runs off to meet this Aurora. You wait a couple of days, radio silence all round, then you decide to take it to the police. Have I missed anything? That's the gist of it, but... But? I have an idea about this Aurora, but I'm afraid you'll think me mad. And what would that be? The Aurora Society, detective. Let's pretend I know what that is. My husband's life and reputation are at stake, detective. Might we skip past the repartee? His reputation? Detective. How do you know they weren't just raising funds for impoverished children? This is my job. I'm not bad at it either. All right, detective. The way Max was talking, Aurora sounded like a group, um, an organization. And the Latin that caught your attention, ex luce veritatis, it means from the light of truth. So far, so secret society, I grant you. Well, I did a little research. The city library is gratifyingly well stocked. At the risk of putting myself out of a job, what did you find? <sighs> Not much. The Aurora Society was formed in Finland in 1780. All coded messages and elaborate handshakes. Nothing concrete about their purpose for existing, but whatever they were doing, by 1790 the local authorities had taken issue with it and they were forced underground. Not sweaters for orphans, then. Not popular orphans, anyway. Well... This is the book with the most to say about them. See for yourself. <clears throat> the Secret Teachings of All Ages by Manly P. Hall. An encyclopedic outline of Masonic, Hermetic, Kabbalistic and Rosicrucian symbolical philosophy. Ah, the classics. You know it. That surprises you? I thought you'd be more of a Chandler man. I get enough of crime at work. Then do you believe in all this nonsense? Zodiacs and Pythagorean divinity, the Kabbalah alchemy? What I believe, Mrs. Sullivan, is that the truth often hides in the unlikely places. And I've had an interest in the esoteric. That's why McCluskey sent you here. 
What would a group like that want with my husband? Or what would he want with them? If, of course, we are talking about the same group. Detective, my husband is an engineer, not an occultist. Both reside at the crossroads of science and God. Are you sure you can't think of any reason he'd been involved with people like that? Something he'd been working on? Something out of the ordinary? My husband is not an ordinary man. But he, he's always been a good one. The claim of many a subsequently disillusioned spouse. It's been three days. If something untoward has happened to him, I know the clock is against us. Mrs. Sink. Hey, I got those pictures from the Cove developed, and I think... Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't realize you were entertaining. Rebecca Sullivan, this is Jake Hanlon. How do you do? Oh, I do all right. Most of the time. Officer Hanlon was kind enough to take a sabbatical from Jericho PD to come work for me. Clearly, we haven't reached the etiquette portion of his training. Uh, the pleasure to meet you, Mrs. Sullivan. Mrs. Sullivan believes that her husband Maximus has gone missing. I was just about to tell her that, unfortunately, there isn't anything we can do for her. Oh, I, I'm very sorry to Wait, hear that. What? weren't going to help. He'll either come home or he won't. <sighs> Nothing I do will change that. So, I'm to be a good little girl and go on home. Sit and wait for my husband to just come back whenever he bloody well pleases. Rebecca, why are you here? Because my husband is missing. Husbands go missing all the time. Debts, drink, a little loveness downtown. It, he... It's not like that. Stop lying to me. Why are you here? Really? Because uh, there's nothing left to go back to. First, Grace. Uh, and now... <sighs> Jesus, boss. <gasps> Have a hanky. It's clean this morning. Scout's on her. Thank you. But <clears throat> I'm fine. In fact, if there's nothing more to be said, then I should be on my way. Mrs. Sul... Rebecca, wait. There may be one thing we can try. And what's that? Serious? Never more so. Take a seat, Rebecca. Here, toss the coins onto the desk. So, you do believe in all that nonsense. This is the I Ching, right? I toss the coins, you consult your little book. A woman's husband is missing. She doesn't have time for your games. Toss the coins, Rebecca. <sighs> heads. What does that get me? Seven. Again. Uh, you want me to... Toss them again. Heads, tails, heads. Eight. Do it again. Oh, for God's sake. All heads. Nine. Again. 
heads. It's eight. Continue. Eight again. One more time. Six. Well? What does it say? Here we are. Hexagram 36. <clears throat> the light has sunk into the earth. Thus does the superior man live with the great mass. He veils his light, yet still shines. Fascinating. And? And there really is nothing more I can do to help you. Good night, Rebecca. Of your mind. I said good night, Mrs. Sullivan. So, this is what passes for detective work these days? Sitting around flipping coins in the dark? Not exactly. It's just. This is ridiculous. I should never have come. Mrs. Sullivan, wait! The city is suffocating. As we wind down its narrow streets, I become lost to it. The tall spires blanket us in darkness. The rain pours incessantly, little daggers from the sky, stalking the few victims foolish enough to venture out. How could one be expected to remain of sound mind amidst these murky thoroughfares, faced with such distrustful gazes, and chilled by the constant icy drip of corruption? Looks like a big storm coming tonight. Try not to worry. Sorry? Your husband will turn up. Everything's going to be fine. Is that so, Officer Hanlon? Well, in that case, I feel much better. Do you have a light? Of course. Oh, and call me Jake. Don't fancy your first name, Jake? What do you mean? The engraving on your lighter. A-J-H. I take it there's some hideously formal first name that ill suits a big city police officer? <laughs> uh, Alexia. Ah, yes. I can see why you went with Jake. Alexia really doesn't inspire fear into the hearts of evildoers. I'm sorry about the detective. So am I. The I Ching and all that. Just so you know, that's his thing, not mine. Good to know. Saying that, he's hard work. I won't deny it. 
but in my short time working with him, I've seen him do remarkable things. <laughs> and how does that help me? He won't take the case. Maybe I can talk to him. Convince him to give it another look. Uh, why? Why bother? His mind seemed pretty made up. There's a reason I got into this line of work. And it isn't to cast women in need out into the cold. I'll see it's handled. Even if I have to do it myself. Do you mean that? Absolutely. Thank you, Jake. I was truly beginning to think this was all for nothing. My pleasure, Mrs. Sullivan. Call me Rebecca. Well, here it is. Just as advertised. La Hotel Penombre. Thank you again, Jake. I appreciate the ride. And the conversation. Look, I promised I'd work your case. So why don't we get started straight away? You can get me up to speed. Over a drink. My treat, oh, of course. I don't know. It's been a long, wearying day. I doubt you'll sleep much until you can put your mind at rest. Besides, you weren't just planning to steal away with my lighter, were you? Before I can get the cuffs on him, he jumps up and hairs off down the street. <laughs> In the nude? Naked as the day he was born. <laughs> Although, he probably didn't have the tattoos back then. Oh, America is truly a land of wonders. <sighs> we have our moments. <sighs> so, how did you end up here? The good old US of A, I mean. I'd been studying at Oxford. Oh, fancy. <laughs> not as fancy as you'd think. Especially not after three years. I needed a break from the place and decided to take a semester abroad. Et voila! What was your subject? English literature. I had dreams of becoming a writer. But? I fell in love and got married. The twin death knells of art. Ever thought about going back? What? To England? No, to the writing. Oh, I thought about it, but... Now, after everything that's happened, I lost my spark, you know? My heart wasn't in it anymore. I know how you feel. Oh, do you now? I've lost people too. In my line of work, you come to expect it. But it doesn't make it easier. Death marks people, changes them. You can see it in their eyes, in the way they hold themselves. Besides, you mentioned someone back at the office. Someone close to you? My daughter. Oh. God, I'm, I'm sorry, I... You didn't know. <laughs> That's what you're about to say, isn't it? I... I didn't. But you were more than happy to sound off about how much you understand. How we've both felt loss. Well... I don't give a damn what you've lost. It isn't a child. There is nothing like losing a child. I... I can only imagine. You can't even do that. But I can tell you what it's like. Every day is a cruel joke. Because every night you dream of her. 
She's there and she's holding your hand and she's telling you everything is just fine. And you believe her because the truth is so unutterably awful that there, there has to be a mistake. Then, of course, you, you wake up and you, you remember all over again. I'm truly sorry. And, and worse still, you have to pretend day after day that it's getting better, that you're healing just to stop everyone from mooning around you with pity in their eyes. Of course, my beloved husband has suffered at my side. He hasn't buried himself in work or, or run off after secret societies, leaving me even more alone. I don't know what to say. This was a mistake. I think I'll be leaving now. Rebecca, wait. I'm sorry. Good night, Officer Hanlon. It was very nice to have met your acquaintance. Good evening, madam. Good evening. Are you enjoying your stay at La Penombre? Sorry? I asked if you were enjoying your stay. Not particularly. Very good, madam. <clears throat> I'm sorry, madam, but I'm afraid you can't smoke in here. A. J. H. I'm sorry? The initials on the lighter. A-J-H. Oh, I see. I can't believe I didn't see it before. The initials? The telegram. It's an acrostic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, be that as it may, I really am going to have to insist that you extinguish your cigarette. Yes, yes, of course. Thank you. Now, could you take me back to the lobby, please? Mrs. Sullivan, isn't it? That's right. Are you enjoying your stay at La Penome? Well, it's improving by the moment. Now, do you have a, a pen and paper I might use? Of course. It's rays. That's I, then L, then G. N no, no, that's not right. It, is everything all right, madam? Wait, that's it. Order shifts, but pairs must rhyme. If I rearrange the lines, then... Lighthouse. It spells lighthouse. Madam? Don't you see? I'm not sure I do. Well, it's an acrostic. The first letter of each line read top to bottom, only it's not just that. You have to reorder the lines according to the... Sorry. Ran away with myself. It's quite all right, madam. I enjoy a good crossword myself now and then. Or a nice word search. Will you be needing anything else? Yes. Where is the closest lighthouse, please? Well, there's Bethel Point, of course, and Sumerian Cove, but that one's been closed for years. Sumerian Cove? That's right. I'd like a taxi, please.
Are you sure this is the place, miss? Is this Sumerian Cove? Yes. Then it's the place. But there's nothing around here for miles. Wow. There's that rather large lighthouse over there. Nobody's been near that place in years, for good reason. Well then, it's time someone checked in. Now, I don't know how long I'll be. Do you mind waiting? <laughs> I don't think I'd forgive myself if I didn't. Will twenty dollars suffice? Yes, miss, that'll do nicely. Uh, now, whatever you're about, get it done quickly. This is no place for a young... This is no place for anyone. Thank you. President Hoover met today with newly elected German Chancellor Adolf Hitler to discuss the growing threat in Europe posed by the United Kingdom. The President was optimistic about the situation, expressing his hope for peaceful resolution and diplomatic efforts to alleviate tension. Uh, these are strange days, Sydney. Strange days indeed. Hello? Is anyone here? Abandoned lighthouse? Middle of the night? Any other bright ideas, Rebecca? Up the ramshackle staircase, you say? Brilliant. What's the worst that could happen? Max? Is that you? Is anyone there? That's quite enough of that. If there's someone there, show yourself. Hello, Mr. Sullivan. Detective? What on earth are you doing here, lurking in the dark? You scared me half to death. What am I doing here? You are the one who's where they don't belong. You translated the message. I did. But you... you said you couldn't help me. I can't. And you have not helped yourself by coming here. What is going on here? Where is my husband? Oh, he's gone. They've all gone. I was too late. Too late for what? Still, if nothing else, it would appear the ritual failed. Ritual? What ritual? Look around you. There's not much light, I'm afraid. But it should suffice. Drawings? More than drawings. Look closer. <gasps> but that's... Yes. I, I don't understand. Max made a choice, Rebecca. A dangerous choice. You're insane. You're supposed to be a detective. You're, you're meant to help people. On the contrary. My role is to uncover the truth. And the truth is that what your husband and his friends attempted here has left a shadow in its wake. I can't allow it to escape. What are you doing? I want you to go home. I told you there was nothing I could do for you. I just want to find my husband. If you leave here, the darkness will follow. You are bound to it. 
to him. To her. Please, that's enough of that. I'm sorry. But this is the only way to be sure. But it doesn't have to be painful. We can work together to stop him. Whatever he's got himself mixed up in, I, I, I can talk him out of it. Just help me find him. I'm afraid it's too late for that. You deserved better. What are you doing? The lantern, it's so... Us bright. I, I can't... No, I don't want to look. I, I don't want to see. It is not to be thought that the life of darkness is sunk in misery and lost as if in sorrowing. There is no sorrowing. For sorrow is a thing that is swallowed up in death. And death and dying are the very life of the darkness. Hey, fella. Yeah. What is it? We're closing up in ten. You want another round? <sighs> Might as well. I got nowhere to be. Make it a double. You got it, boss. You not going after your lady friend? <laughs> Excuse me? Fancy looking gal with the posh accent? If I were you, I'd be up those stairs and hot on her trail, not propping up the bar. She's not my lady friend. She's... a client. A client, huh? Oh, I'm in the wrong line of work. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. At least when you poison people, they've asked for it. You know, promise them medicine first. Depends on what they're sickening for. Oh, on second thought, maybe you should go home and sleep it off. Uh, sort things out with your... clients <laughs> while you've got a clear head. <laughs> maybe you're right. It has been known. I should give her some space. Talk to her tomorrow. A wise choice. Uh, not the one you're gonna make, but a wise choice. Good evening, sir. I'm looking for Mrs. Sullivan. Could you tell me what room she's staying in? I'm afraid we can't share that information, sir. I can tell you, however, that Mrs. Sullivan is no longer on the premises. What? 
She left. By taxi. About ten minutes ago. A taxi? Where to? Again, sir. I can't... Officer Hanlon, Jericho Police. Oh, uh... I, I believe she was on her way to Sumerian Cove. Oh, fuck. Fuck! The detective is sitting behind his desk right now, teaching a bottle of hooch a lesson. Wish I could. Damn it! Get him on the horn now! No can do. Been trying to reach him all night myself. Shit! Shit! Jake! Jesus, is everything okay? Not even slightly. If he shows up, you get him to call me. Pronto! Of course. Just... Take care out there, okay? Officer Hanlon, did you bring a woman here? Hey, don't be getting the wrong idea. It was just a fair. I'm waiting here to make sure she's all right. Was she alone? Yeah. She went up toward the lighthouse. God knows why. They said she'd only be a few minutes. And how long has she been? I don't know. Ten minutes? Maybe less? What's this all about, officer? She pay you? Yeah, but... Beat it. You were never here. Understand me? <laughs> Shit! I was never here. Damn you, white! Hey, you don't like that, do you? <laughs> 
Our folly lies in the notion that darkness is but light's absence. Two enemies locked in an eternal struggle of annihilation. But how can one exist without the other? Does the spirit prevail over the soul? No. They are kin, perhaps even lovers. Each vying for recognition, each demanding their share. And we, hapless souls, stand betwixt them and their eternal embrace. Caught in the tempest, ever searching for love. Twilight Meridian was created by Ryan Quarrell. Written by Ryan Quarrell and Kenton Hall. With additional story consultation from James Douglas. Original music by O'Reilly Webb. Voice over direction and edits by Lance Roger Axt. Sound design and mixing by Jan Piazetsky. This episode features the voices of Sally Walker-Taylor as Rebecca. Griffin Puatu as Jake. Peter Burkrat as the detective. Kit Nevada as Irene, and Levente Tar as Max, with additional voices by Paul Warren, Maddie Brown, Colin Fears, Bradley Gareth, Xander Grant, Steve Woodburn, Juliet Angeli, and Jeff Detro. Special thanks to Josh Switzer, Jillian Jackson, Tim Manson, Peter Kelly, Hans Becker, Marcus Ellison Jr., and Luke Trusty. Twilight Meridian was produced by Ryan Quarrell and executive produced by Jack Bowman. For more information, please visit us at www.wrongdimensionproductions.com or follow us on Twitter at A Wrong Dimension.